This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This word, well-being, what does it conjure up? I know for me, for me, it's all about my mental well-being because that's our business. And there's something about feeling in a good place or being able to manage things that support my mental well-being. And that, for me, sort of doesn't sum up well-being, but that's the start of well-being for me. And it's really funny because you see well-being so many places nowadays. That word is bandied about and it can mean so many different things. And I saw an advert on the back of the TV guide for a chair that was labelled well-being. Chair that was labelled well-being. Sorry, I'm just jumping in there. I heard you correctly. (laughs) You heard me correctly. The well-being chair. It was. It was the well-being chair. And my first reaction to that was, oh, here's somebody else jumping on the bandwagon over well-being. And there's this whole thing for me about it costing money, about this we have to pay for well-being that it's money that we need to throw at it and you know people are jumping on the bandwagon wanting to make money out of this word and for me which is so far removed what I think it is but actually it's really funny because I then sat there and thought Okay, why was my reaction so like oh here we go again somebody else jumping on this well-being stuff And I think it's because it's getting a bad reputation for some aspects of it. And it really doesn't deserve it because it's vital for us to have. It really is vital for us to practice and to do and to have. And what I don't want is I don't want it to get a bad name. When I sat a little bit longer, what I actually thought was, if you're really uncomfortable when you're sat down, if you're aching or you have sore muscles that's going to affect your mental well-being you know we know don't we see that our bodies and our minds work together absolutely so if we're not feeling good then very often that can affect our mental state Mm -hmm. and our mental state being stressed can impact on our bodies and actually that's where our stress can come out And people can have heart attacks and things like that. Really bad stuff can happen. So I actually thought, 
okay well there's an aspect of that that if this chair supports someone to feel better to be able to get up more you know to be able to get up easier rather than struggling to get up or you know use their back back muscles and pull their muscles then actually it is well-being because they're not then having to worry about that does that make sense it does make sense yeah and I understand your reaction you know because I think I've seen it a lot as well it just seemed to be the in label you know and there are lots of kind of really big companies and that are sort of as you say bandwagoning with it and that does make me uncomfortable Mm. I mean maybe it makes us more uncomfortable because we're in this field of work and we're in this field of work for a very particular reason and our own journey to it has been one of we've kind of found ourselves here really in a way you know with kind of our skills and our experiences so you know and it's felt like a very natural emergence if Mm. you like whereas I think for some people it's almost a kind of a this is going to sound really disingenuous but I've seen it you know we've been to events and we've been talking to people you know and other businesses and other people running stuff you know they say oh well you know it's well, I've got into it because I could see, you know, there's an opportunity here, you know, because it's because uh, well-being's the big thing at the yeah. minute, and you yeah. know, and 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 may and that doesn't necessarily mean that those people will do a bad job, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they won't be providing something that's needed. Mm. It's just for us, kind of, you know, where we're coming from. That congruence, that that value base, is really important for us, and we hope that that comes through in what we deliver. And how we talk about things, it's part of our authenticity. And also the fact that we're never setting ourselves up as experts. Yeah. And I think that's maybe where the kind of uncomfortableness comes. So it's almost kind of like the chair example mm. is like representative of a solution that is outside of yourself. You yeah. know, it's a thing, it's an object. And yeah, that might support aspects of your well-being, but it's not the whole the whole thing yeah and I think some people might go to that and sort of think oh I need this and this will help me with my well-being and then I can check that box and my well-being's all sorted Hmm. and I'm not suggesting for a minute that people are you know kind of working through it in, in in that simple way but that's the kind of that's the connotation isn't it that's the suggestion that if you do this then you know, you'll be fixed or yes. you'll be sorted and you won't ever have to kind of think about this again mm-hmm. because to use the chair as a, as a metaphor, you'll have the chair. Yeah. You know, the chair sort of represents well-being and, and maybe, like you say, maybe the chair has something that will get, it will alleviate within mm-hmm. someone and that is part of their well-being package, their well-being journey. But I think it's... I suppose it's sort of like for me, I'm always a bit comfortable with marketing and advertising of any kind. And we struggle with it, don't we? Just to yeah, we do. on the table from a business side. We, we, yeah. we do struggle with that because we don't want to kind of promise something that we're not actually delivering. Um, but you do see a lot of that in the world. And I think our take is very much about helping people to discover what they need for themselves. And I think that's what we're experiencing because before you were saying we're not the experts mm. and it's like well we're not the reason we're not the experts is because we don't have this one size fits all 
this isn't a, like you were saying, it's not a tick box and gone, right, you've done that, right, you've got mental well-being now, you're done, kind of thing. We're never done. It's a journey that is ongoing. We're always learning, we're always developing, and we always need to work on our mental well-being that then will obviously affect everything else. But, yeah, what you're saying there for me is about we're good at being able to go, have you tried and what about this? We're not setting ourselves up to go, look, I I used to be like you and now I'm fixed, I'm sorted and I'm done. It's like, no, we're not. We're still learning about this ourselves and we're still working on ourselves because we're never done. It isn't. I'm not going to tick off. Right, I have it. I've got it. It's there now. You can't. It's like it's there and then it goes again. You have to keep practicing it. It's just exactly the same as you can't run once and then that's it. You're a runner forevermore. You you don't have to run ever again because you are a runner because you've done it the once. It's like it's a constant, constantly working at it. I think what is also important, and I'm I'm sure you would agree with me here, is that it's accessible to anybody and everybody. You don't have to spend money on it to have it. There are things that you can do that is very free, like breathing. That sounds ridiculous at times, but actually really works. When you try it and you really see how it works for you, it's completely free. There is no money that you have to spend Mm. to build your mental well-being. Absolutely. I think... I think this is part of that world, isn't it? That, that you know, that, that whole kind of that oh, we need to buy this, we need to have this, we need to, you know, kind of have this experience or we need a particular cream or, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, we have to have a pamper or we have to, I don't know, we have to do particular things. We've got to, as you say, we've got to kind of spend money on it, that it's become a commodity. Yeah. And it isn't because it's something that is, as you say, it's available to all of us. It isn't just something that you have to be able to afford or to deserve. It is available to all of us. It is accessible to all of us. It's about understanding what it is that we need. And that's what, you know, obviously these conversations are all about, you know, us sharing what we've been learning about. and, And hopefully there's something in there that resonates with people. I think it's that thing as well about it not being something that we'll, we'll come to, we'll get to, or we'll get to that when I've got time, or I'll get to that when I can afford it, or I'll get to that. You know, it's sort of like, no, you can, you can access that now. You can access this today. And actually, you need to. Yes. You can't wait for something because we very often do that, don't we? We wait for the right time. Mm. We wait for, well, when I've got some time, I'll try that. Mm. And it's like, no, you need to find the time to do that because it's important. That word that you used, it's not about waiting until we deserve it. Mm. Actually, you already deserve it. You just need to give yourself that, that, um, I don't know what the word is. What is it? Well, I think in some ways it might be about permission. Yes. In some ways yeah. it might be about That's opportunity. It. In some ways it's just that kind of like, you know, sort of pausing for a minute and just saying, no, I'm going to try this now. We do find that when we, we talk to people, don't we, when we've done work with 
with organizations and with individuals you know they may be even if they're a bit skeptical at first about techniques or about trying things people come to us don't they and say i've tried that i tried that breathing technique i tried that hand yoga mm. you know i tried just i tried stepping outside in my lunch break and it was transformational you know it, it was so and you know and, and these are all things as you say that are free that are available to us i think it's about it's about giving yourself that sort of that time back that opportunity and we've all got we have to lead it mm. we have to lead it for ourselves don't we we have to create the space we have to make it happen that can feel a little bit like oh it's all back on us again but actually in doing that what it means for me is that you you learn things about yourself you surprise yourself and how brilliant is that that at whatever point you are in your life you know wherever you are on your journey there's always something new to learn about yourself. Yeah. What you were saying there about, oh, it's back on me, I have to do it. I think what always, what I always think is, well, nobody tells you, go running. That, that's what you need to do, right? I'll, I'll run for you. Because you nobody can run for you. You right. have to do the running. You have to do that. Or maybe your thing is like playing badminton. Like I love playing badminton. So if that's your thing, if you love doing something like playing golf, whatever it happens to be, physical activity, mm. you find the time to do that, don't you? Yeah. You find the time to do that. And what you do is go, well, it's it's for my it's for my health. And so I want to go running. I'm gonna find time to go for a run or a walk or play badminton, play golf, whatever it happens to be. And yeah we never think the same for our mental well-being and actually over time what i've realized is actually i love meditation it gives me so much when i've completed my meditation and how it affects me for the rest of that day or the rest of the night like a, good, a better sleep good sleep things like that so actually, isn't it the same kind of thing? It's about finding some time. So I find time to do a meditation because actually I really benefit for it from it. And because of that, it supports me to do other things. And that tapping technique that really instills something in me that I can use and yeah, I, I know I do it myself. I'll use the tapping technique because I've remembered and I go, oh, I really need to do that. And I do it and it really works for me. And it sets me up for the day. First thing in the morning, tap my intention. And it really sets it up for me. And then I go, and I, I do it myself. All right, I've got that now. And then I forget. And then I have to come back to it because it's not something I'm constantly doing. So I do think there's that thing about getting that into your habit like you would do with running or exercise, a, a physical thing. You would probably get into a habit of you know, every Saturday and go and play golf in the morning. Every Tuesday evening, I go for a bike ride, whatever it happens to be. And yet we don't do that with our mental well-being. And it is our responsibility to do that. Nobody can do it for us. We have to go and find it, don't we? We do. I think it's about kind of, we make a lot of assumptions that like, you know, our mind, 
a mind will sort of take care of itself yeah. or that you know it's what we're trying to say here it's not really something we're like we taught to pay attention to is it like you say we're encouraged to look after ourselves physically mm. we're encouraged to kind of you know think about what we put in our bodies and sort of you know kind of what we how we use them that kind of thing but our kind of mental well-being isn't ever really something that's talked about we talk about mental health yeah you know kind of when we sort of in the, in the terms of like people sort of experiencing very extreme, you know, that, that far end of, you know, kind of stress, burnout, depression, kind of condi- mental conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can talk to a counsellor, yeah. you know, we've got a talking service at the NHS or, yeah. you know, a, a great, some, some really great stuff out there. Yeah. If you've got mental health issues. Yeah. But, but where we come at this is from a, a preventative sort of place, isn't it? To sort mm. of, put things in place, taking care of yourself. It's part of that package of care to give yourself, make yourself a priority so that you're learning about how how does my mind work? You know, what are the thoughts that I'm having? You know, what are the feelings associated with that? What is it when I'm in this conversation with so-and-so that always kind of gets me all triggered and fired up? And, you know, how is it that, you know, if I just have a bit of time uh, during the day I'm, I'm 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 better with my family mm-hmm. you know i can talk to my mum more easily or you know i'm just thinking of lots of different things or even just you know i was in a situation yesterday where we were having to queue outside again the shop you know and people were just getting really frustrated with it and really shouting and you know it wasn't really nice and i, and I just sort of thought I could choose here, you know, I could choose to kind of get really frustrated or I could choose to kind of deal with this in a way that's going to be supportive. Yeah. My well-being and use this as an opportunity to kind of either think about some stuff or just notice what's going on around me. And I felt really blessed. This is going to sound really like I'm really righteous and I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely not. But I just felt really blessed that in that moment, I wasn't the person that was getting wound up. And it could be me you know, on another day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just felt, and I think part of that was because I'd given myself, you know, I'd, I'd been focusing on my well, mental well-being a lot just lately and really thinking about it. And it gave me that capacity, that space to be able to cope with situations. And I think this is what we don't realise. This is what we don't learn about, that mm. actually it's a necessity. It's not a luxury. Yeah. It isn't something we have to deserve. It isn't something we have to save up for. It's a practice and what you were saying there about building it into our everyday, you know, have you, and that's what we're really big on just to say, have you, have you taken some time for you today? Yeah. Have you just pressed that pause button for a minute? But we always get, sorry, so go on. I was just going to say, it's going to look different for different people. You know, we're really not preaching about this at all. Sorry. No. No, it was only what you were saying there. It's funny though, isn't it? Because yeah, we say have you, and every time we always get, I've got no time. Mm, and exactly. That's what I was meaning before. It's like, well, you'll find time to do something that you really like, yeah. you know, like physical wise, you know, and you'll probably do that um, outside of work. But actually, I've worked in organisations where people who are really into they keep fit and they love to run and stuff like that I've I've had 
a running group that goes out for half an hour's run at dinner time and then they come back and get like changed to have something to eat and then they're ready to work again if they've got the because they had an hour to work um lunch break and they were a lot healthier and happier not just because they've been for a run but actually because they had a break they didn't work through the dinner and that is something that we've talked about so this is something that can be done both in work and out of work and actually you need to do in both work and out of work and it is our own responsibilities to do that but it's like you can find two minutes to do a breathing exercise you really can and once you try that once you practice it you actually then realize what that's giving you it's giving you that capacity to be quicker at doing your work it's giving you that capacity to think more rationally about something rather than reacting to things so this thing that you were saying like other people stood in the queue and really not happy because they've had to queue up again that's not really hurting everybody anybody else you know because they're grumbling about it but it's hurting themselves Mm -hmm. and we don't realize that actually that negativity is sitting with us and this isn't about putting you know, a positivity plaster over things. It's not about that. What it's about is going, okay, well, what's this doing for me? If I keep thinking like this and, oh, woe is me or how hard done to, and it's easier said than done, I know that. But actually all that's doing is upsetting you and bringing you those feelings that aren't great. And like what you did was go, oh, I'm blessed. I have a choice here. And... This is okay because at least I'm safe. I'm keeping other people safe. And, you know, I know that this shop is doing all that they can to support their staff as well as their customers. And isn't that a healthier way to think? And therefore it supports you to be healthier because you've got a healthier frame of mind about that. So there's, there's all different aspects, but this time thing comes up all the time about I don't have time to do that and it's like nobody in work is potentially going to go right you go and have 20 minutes now to go and do meditation you know that's probably not going to happen and if they do grab their hands and go right yeah I'm (laughs) going to go and do it you know and just see what it feels like but we do have a couple of minutes and in some of our training we've even joked about going to the loo and doing a breathing exercise in the loo because then nobody's disturbing you because you know it's a natural thing that you go and do it but actually we've done it ourselves we've done that ourselves just need that break so you go to the toilet you do a breathing exercise or you do a tapping or tapping exercise or you talk to yourself and go what is it I want give myself an affirmation that's going to help me to get through this And then you wash your hands, you come out, and actually that feeling supports you then to carry on with the day. So it might seem like weird, but actually it's just a different way of thinking, a different way of acting, isn't it? It is. It is. I think that's it. I think it's about remembering that there are lots of different guises for well-being, lots of different ways, forms that it can take. And that, you know, maybe just sort of, having that question you know have a thought about my mental well-being today 
have I done something for me today? Or if you find yourself pushed or kind of feeling reaction, that reaction kind of coming up that, uh, okay, I'm just going to pause now. What have I got in my, in my toolbox, you know, in my tool bag that I can kind of reach in for? But those things are only going to be there if you're open to learning about them and to practicing them and to having a go at them. I think that's what we always say to people, isn't it? You know, we just, we just want them to try and just have a go at things because they do surprise themselves with the, with what comes up. So well-being is for everybody. Our mental well-being is something that we all need to focus on as a priority. And we've all got a few minutes to spare. So think today about what you're going to do for yourself to support your mental well-being and build that healthy mindset up.